Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexia Jewels. I am Janie Black, and I'm here today with my co-host, our official teen advisor for Dyslexia Jewels, Presley Garland. Hey, everyone. If you would like to get to know Presley a little bit better, please check out our Dyslexia Jewels YouTube channel um, because we did do an interview with her and it is incredible. She has an incredible story. But we are really excited because we have a special guest here today. Her name is Heather Quack. She is Miss Oswego, Illinois American Elegance. She's 23 years old. Her platform is Fight to Overcome. Uh, she's got an incredible story. She was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of seven. Um, at age 12, she was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And I just want to say really quickly, for those of you who may not know what ADHD, it stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It does affect 6.4 million American children ages four to 17 in um, the United States. So Heather, thank you so much for being our guest today and talking about this really incredible, important issue. Um, I just want to start out um, by asking you to share with our viewers what led, what was kind of going on with you that led to your diagnosis at the age of seven years old? Um, so when I was younger, I kind of had, you know, I was really distracting in class and, you know, I had a few teachers come up to my mom and be like, you know, I think there's something kind of up with Heather, like she's very distracting, she can't focus, she can't sit still. So I ended up, you know, kind of going to like a psychiatrist and my brother actually also struggles with ADHD. And we both got tested at the same time and it, the results did come back like that. So that's kind of how it went. <laughs> that's what's really good. I, I guess I'm, I'm curious is, I'm suspecting that your mom or your teachers may have noticed something that kind of pushed you to get that diagnosis. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. So what, what were kind of like with your depression and your um, anxiety? I know that so many, just coming from a teen, so many teens struggle with that and they don't, they don't realize that is what it is. So what are some of the warning signs that you see, you saw in yourself and you see in other people that you know also deal with these struggles? Um, so I would say that I, when I was, you know, at my worst place, I was struggling. I had a hard time getting out of bed. I had a hard time brushing my hair. I couldn't focus at all. I had no motivation to do anything like that. And, you know, there are a lot of different warning signs that you can look out for, you know, in someone that has depression or struggles with like suicidal thoughts, because at the time I did, and I kind of had to reach out to my mom and tell her. And that was really difficult because when you're young, you don't really understand, you know, why is this going on with me? And like, why do I want to end my life? And why am I going through all these hard things? I don't understand them. And so I would really encourage people to, you know, reach out to an adult because that's kind of how I was able to get the help that I needed and through fighting and things like that. And with all the help that I received, I was able to, you know, like get better. And it's really the first step is, you know, like realizing the signs and seeing what's going on and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so glad that you felt that you could talk to your mother about it. Um, some kids might not feel like that. So what would you, what would you say to them? And just knowing how important it is 
for them. They probably feel ashamed um, to break through that. What advice would you have? Who should they go to? What should they do? I would say that they should go to another trusted family member or even someone in their school. Like I remember opening up a lot to my social worker in school and things like that, where I wasn't always comfortable speaking to my mom about certain things. And, you know, kids are in school, what, eight hours a day. And, you know, you don't always have the resources at home. And so you should be able to reach out to, you know, like a trusted adult or something like that. And it's really important that, you know, we kind of end the stigma on things like this and realize that it's important and so many people suffer from things like this and it's completely okay to ask for help and there's nothing wrong with that. Definitely. definitely. Um, so what, what led you to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel? Like what, what better and wanting to be who you truly are and how would you, what advice would you give to other people that are also struggling with wanting to get better and with the motivation and just wanting to reach out? So I struggled for a very, very long time and I didn't see the end of the tunnel for a very long time. And, you know, I went to a psychiatrist and I was improperly medicated, which caused me to walk around kind of in a zombie-like state. There were a lot of things that, you know, played into that. I was cyberbullied. I had a lot. I was overweight. I was 100 pounds overweight. I had a lot of different things going on. I eventually I ended up going inpatient in a mental health facility. And I was actually able, you know, when I was in there, I got on the proper medication. And I was like, you know what, I want to get better. And I want to be better. And so I had to make that decision myself. But I had all the help and the resources there as well. And so by being able to, you know, finally see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and I would say that, you know, as long as you work on yourself and, you know, you realize that I'm worth healing and I'm worth so much more than what I'm going through right now, I would say that you can accomplish anything in life. And, you know, that's why I've kind of gone into pageantry because I want to share my story and I want people to know that it does get better. And, you know, you put the work in and there are other people out there like you and, it's going to be okay at the end of the day, even if it's not okay right now. Yeah. just such an incredible story. Like so many people, especially with what's going on in the world today, um, with being in quarantine and being locked down and just everything is so crazy. I feel like so many people are struggling with this and they don't realize that, you know, you could go on to being as amazing as, as you are and sharing your story. And I just think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, my son actually had ADHD growing up along with his dyslexia, which is common. Um, it's also common for people who struggle with ADHD to you know, have a higher rate of suicide, unfortunately, but you can see you know, the cycle of it and how it can spin um, and the hopelessness and how people feel. But I think you said something key, which is the supportive environment really helped you. And I can't even imagine how strong of a person you have to be, you know, to fight through that, all that stuff that's going on with you, um, just mentally and psychologically. So I would like to break that stereotype too. And those misconceptions, because people like you who struggle with this, they're strong people. 
can you imagine, you know, the determination and today my son is, he's doing really well too. So um, that is the light um, too. So Heather, um, what advice would you, no, actually I wanted to ask you, your ADHD, how did that affect you like when you were little through school? So other um, moms who are listening are, can be like, yeah, that's my child. <laughs> um, so I would say that I had a hard time focusing and hard time sitting still and things like that. And, you know, unfortunately, when I was younger, you know, my favorite subject in the entire world was English. And I unfortunately had a teacher who would kind of just like make me stand up in the middle of class and he would send me out in the hallway and he would treat me differently just because I learned differently. And there was nothing wrong with learning differently or acting differently. And for so many years, people tore me down for the way that I acted and my inability to read social cues sometimes and things like that. But I think, you know, the first step is to educate yourself and to understand. And, you know, from that, like, how far we could go in the world if we just educated ourselves on these things, you know? Definitely. Um, so what, what do you want to say to the people who are going through these struggles and are going through these issues and just like what, what overall advice, especially with um, the suicide rates right now and everything, what, what, what do you want to say to those people? I want to say that, you know what, it does get better. And even if it feels like the end of the world right now, I promise that it's going to get better one day and you're going to look back and you're going to be so proud of everything that you went through and how it made you into the person that you are today. And, you know, I'm still growing every day and I'm still overcoming these things that happened to me when I was younger. But because of those things, I'm a much kinder person. I'm much more caring. There are things about me where I understand where people are coming from and their feelings and things like that. And, you know, it's just, I know that people have the ability to accomplish anything they put their minds to and they should be proud of themselves now. And they'll be proud of themselves later in life as well. Heather, that is such incredible advice. And I hope if, if you know someone who's, you, you know, you think maybe they're depressed or I know that this is what they're dealing with. Have them watch this video and listen to Heather's words because that is what we all need to hear when we're going through it, right? That's what we need to hear, that it can get better. And um, I just wanna end by thanking you, Heather, so much for sharing your story. Um, there's so much more that we can talk about, but I hope the most important thing that we've done here today is say, let's keep this conversation going. And if you do know someone, maybe your friend is a little depressed, ask them, you know, ask them, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling down? Let's talk about this and let's get rid of the stigma um, so that it doesn't lead to anything more traumatic. And what we will do, um, we will include in our post today, uh, wonderful um, information about organizations, if you know someone who is struggling, or if you are, that can be of a good, great help to you. So thank you again, Heather, um, for being here. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you, Presley. Thank you. It was an amazing podcast. <laughs> See you all on the next Dyslexia Jewels.